Father Tony Witwer, you are the general postulator of the Society of Jesus and you are here in Ireland this March because of the beatification which is coming up of Father John Sullivan. So tell me first why you're here in Ireland in terms of Father John, what you're going to be doing. At the moment, uh, we are preparing uh, his beatification uh, ceremony. And uh, for me, it's only important because at last, I am also responsible for the celebration of the beatification. So I have to ask the prefect of the congregation, but also to write uh, to the Secretary of State in the Vatican, because uh, the apostolic letter will be sent from the Secretary of State of the Vatican. And of course, when Father John is beatified in May, it, it will be a diocesan event, not necessarily just a Jesuit event. Is that right? Uh, yes, it's a, especially uh, an event for the local church, but really also for the society. Especially the miracles are coming from the normal believers. And the saint speaks to the normal believers. In Ireland, there is a huge devotion to Father John for what he did and how he cared for the poor and the way he lived his life. Yes, especially because he was very humble. This is attracting. All what he has done for the poor people, for uh, the people in need, it's something what can attract all people suffering, sick people, and so on. This uh, can be a good fundament for a future canonization. Because for the canonization, we need another miracle after the beatification. So after, this, after uh, Father John is beatified in May, this is a new miracle will have to come forth. Is that right? Could it have happened in the past and wasn't brought to the no, commission? No, uh, it uh, has to be a, a new miracle after the beatification. Oh, I and uh, uh, the uh, difference between uh, beatification and a canonization is that the beatification is... Uh, the uh, permission of the church to celebrate this holy man in the local church and also in the congregation, so in, the, in that uh, sense, in the society of Jesus, but not in other countries. A canonization means that uh, that holy man is considered as a saint in the heaven, and so he is for the whole church. Uh, the canonization is a dogmatic declaration. The Pope defines he is holy. That is not, not uh, in the beatification. The beatification uh, is only the permission to celebrate, says in the liturgy, uh, in the Eucharist, to remember him. Because before the beatification, it isn't possible to make official liturgy, an official cult. 
I think that sounds a bit strange because it makes of miracles numbers. I mean, if you accept that there was a miracle associated with him and that's enough to beatify him, why isn't the same miracle enough to say he's a saint? What it, it, Does God need numbers? As a miracle has to be seen uh, as a sign of God. Yeah, so he had a miracle that was a sign of God. Yes, but uh, for uh, to go further, the church is asking a new sign. Because for the martyrs, it isn't necessary a miracle for the beatification. Because the giving, uh, uh, offering his life, means also he has done something what he cannot do only with his uh, human capacities. It's also a gift, a grace by God. I think it's very important uh, that uh, the Church is asking miracles for the canonizations and also for the beatifications of confessors, because uh, this is the only uh, moment where the Church is thinking uh, we have to announce a God who is working and present in our world. Because many uh, of the people are believing in a God, meaning uh, his uh, energy, uh, his something who can do in general, but not uh, a belief in a personal God. It's uh, more uh, a deismus and not uh, a belief in a God who is personal, present, the belief in Jesus Christ. The miracles are not miracles done by the servants of God or by blessed, but every time by God, through the intercession of the servant of God or also through the intercession of a blessed. Well, now, if that is the case, that would, I would have presumed, would take some time. And yet, was blessed John Paul not made a saint very quickly? Did he have another miracle? Yes, he had uh, also a second miracle. And yes. so that can be processed very quickly, because it seems to have taken so long uh, to get Father but, John to this point. Uh, but it's clear in the case of Pope John Paul II, where a very big number of uh, devout people. And so uh, the possibility to uh, have miracles uh, is bigger for a man who is known uh, in a, a smaller local church. Because when uh, John Paul was buried, there were two million people at Rome. So he has a bigger chance, hasn't he? Yes. <laughs> of a bigger audience. Yes. Um, seriously, looking at the whole notion of sainthood, why do you think it is important to have people who are blessed, people who are saints for the faithful? Because the blessed and the uh, saints remembers us that uh, the vocation is not only limited to our life on earth, but uh, as uh, said St. Paul, uh, we have uh, the uh, vocation from the beginning of the world, from my birth and so on. Also, the vocation down 
finish with the death. And so, uh, because the vocation is going on after the death, they can be intercessors for us. And this can also help uh, the people to understand better what means that the church is a church of the living and the death. That's a good point, isn't it? That interesting, the communion of saints. Yes. That we are all part of a, a community. And, and in some ways, I suppose, it is easier for people to have that connection with human beings that they knew that walked their streets and got on a bicycle like Father John and visited their homes and then they told their children about it and their children's children. So that in a way, it's easier to make the connection between the actual world of here and now and the spiritual world and the world of heaven that's part of here and now. I think it's very important here to reflect what means to pray, to ask the intercession of uh, another people. I am uh, disposed uh, to pray and to ask the intercession of another when I am in need, when I am suffering. And so I ask especially the people what I feel near to me and also the people what have a deep relation with God. For that reason, uh, we are asking the saints, the blessed, known by us. So we are praying, especially also to the Virgin of Mary as a mother for us, but also related much more than others with Jesus Christ, with God. You're in charge of many of the cases for Jesuits around the world who may be eventually made saints. Are there any in particular that speak to you that you're working on at the moment? It's uh, difficult to say because every cause has uh, his particular aspects. The last beatification uh, wasn't for a Jesuit but for a layman uh, for Justus Takayama Ukon Uh, in Japan in February. He was a samurai from the highest nobility uh, in Japan. And uh, he was very, very important for the Jesuit mission uh, in the 16th and beginning of 17th century. He died in uh, 3 February of uh, 1617. That's interesting because we've been... Enjoyed, uh, 400 years ago. But yes, but we've been interested in the film Silence by Martin Scorsese and yes. that whole period in, in Japanese history. D did he convert to Catholicism? Was that... Was Justus Dakama Ukon was baptized as a child with 10 years. Uh, his father asked for the baptism And so also uh, the whole family was baptized. And so also uh, Justus Akamukon. But in his uh, first years, when he was very young, he lived externally the Christian faith. But uh, he doesn't uh, interiorize his belief. 
and only because he was suffering uh, because he has made uh, to death uh, in a duel. Yes, yes, he he uh, murdered the uh, Asa, and he was also uh, very wounded. And so he was uh, very ill for a uh, time. And uh, in that time, uh, he began to reflect what means to be a Christian, to live the Christian faith. A little as uh, St. Ignatius. Just, yeah, I was just thinking that. And uh, so uh, he uh, was very able to testimony the Christian faith. And so in uh, his area uh, where he was responsible, uh, more than 90% became Christians. And so he asked the Jesuits to help him uh, and he founded uh, churches, seminaries for catechists and so on. Really, uh, the person more important for the missionary activity uh, in Japan in the 16th century. Wow, and I didn't know his name. So who's putting forward his case at the moment then? How did that? How did his case come forward since it is 400 years old? Uh, after the uh, third uh, persecution, this was uh, in uh, 1614, begins uh, said, it wasn't possible uh, to make a process. Uh, uh, we have a beginning of a process for Yuxta Takayama Ukon at Macau uh, in the uh, 1620, more or less, uh, at that time. Uh, but then uh, that finished because uh, in uh, Japan it wasn't possible uh, to go uh, uh, further with that. And uh, so only... Uh, in the uh, uh, last century, uh, the 20th century, uh, the Jesuits, especially uh, German Jesuits working in Japan, uh, began uh, with the historical researches. Mm. And so uh, only uh, in the uh, 60s of the last century, uh, they begin uh, to think uh, about uh, to introduce uh, a new one, the process. And uh, the historical uh, investigations are very heavy because uh, uh, we uh, haven't uh, much founds uh, in Japanese, but many founds. Uh, in the uh, archives of the society. Because uh, the annual letters of the Jesuits uh, from the 16th century to the beginning of the 17th century uh, are uh, uh, speaking about Justus Dacamo Yukon and all what he has done. And so uh, that uh, letters are written in Latin, in Spanish, in Portuguese, <laughs> in Italian. <laughs> he did a lot. And, and, and so uh, it was uh, difficult to collect it. Uh, also for that reason, uh, in that position, 
uh, are not only set uh, languages what I uh, remembered, but also Latin, English, and Italian for the description of the work. So you have your work, plenty of work to do then. It's not a, an easy job. And you'll be waiting now to hear then if there are miracles associated with him as well in order to progress that case. I have to uh, say about something, uh, how I see all my work. Because working, also uh, writing a posizio for a confessor or for a martyr, for me not means uh, so uh, to uh, underline what uh, was uh, a specialities of uh, this man, uh, what he has done and so on. But to see how God has worked in him and through him. To make visible how he become every time more an instrument in the hands of God. And so also in the case of Jesus the Kama Ukon, it was uh, how he was formed as a martyr by God. Also for all his experiences, because he died in the exile at Manila. He was exiled, and so he suffered for more than a year, at first from the north to Japan in the winter time to Nagasaki, and then in the next winter time uh, by ship to Manila, and for that reason, He was ill, very ill, and died. So he didn't die directly a violent death. But he's a martyr because he died because of his sufferings in his way to the exile. And so to conclude, it seems that the saints, the blessed, are the people who more and more allow themselves to become channels of God, to get out of the way and let God's love and power work through them. Yes, saints, uh, blessed, uh, servants of God, make possible to experience deeper the love of God. Because, say, testimony, the love of God, but also living that love. And so, living that love, the people could feel directly the human love, but also The divine love. Also, uh, the incarnation in Jesus Christ is repeating in the saints. And that's what people say so much as we get all the feedback about Father John. And they feel that connection, both the love of God and the care that he has as well. Thank you very much indeed. Please. And we wish you all the best in your few days here in Ireland And we'll hopefully see you again, will we, in May? Yes, yes. You'll be very welcome back. Thanks. Thanks.